been loving the Xena. It's a clitoral and vibrating stimulator by Esmeralda SOS. This USB rechargeable Xena will never abandon you when you need her the most because she has enduring energy and 10 vibrational modes. You can choose from light, medium, or strong pattern vibrations to stimulate any mythical desire. It is also waterproof, so when your next adventure leads you underwater, the Xena doesn't have to stay on dry land. Strong and gentle, crafted from safe and durable silicone, the Xena is built for adventure while still being soft enough for pleasure. It is the perfect weapon for achieving climax. You can log on to Esmeralda.ca today to check it out and also get 15% off your total order with the code SEXPOSITIVE. Okay, so I looked at your intake form and it sounds like, when did you start, um, when did you start doing the work? Yeah, so I started listening to the podcast maybe like six months ago and then I joined the pathway about a month ago. Oh, wow. You've done a lot. (laughs) You've done like like one, two, almost three workshops. Yeah, I'm on Unblocks Money right now. Okay, great. Yeah. So you're calling in like more financial abundance and like, it sounds like you're being really tested, um, and, um, like working through like financial security. Um, and so can you kind of walk me through like what, what's, or I guess maybe before we get into like what's happening right now, but like, what are you, what are you calling in right now? Like, what is, what does that look like for you? And are you doing the challenge? Yes, I am. I am. Absolutely. Um, Currently, what I'd love to call in is just when I say abundance, I don't necessarily mean excess. Um, I mean to feel safe and secure, stable and supported is really what I'm seeking financially. Um, Where I feel wealth in all areas of my life, I don't necessarily need to be rich, but I'd love to feel like what I have is more than enough and taken care of. Um, I'd love to call in a job that I love, not just a nine to five to get by and pay the bills, a job that's really fulfilling and meaningful to me that I'm passionate about and also compensates well. (laughs) Um, That is career wise. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what I am calling in is healthy relationship. I am in a relationship, but I it's not healthy. <laughs> I'm also really struggling with that. And I'd love to manifest a book deal. Um, I have three books. I write poetry and they're all self-published, but my main goal is to be published by a traditional publishing company and get my book into stores and make a career, make a living out of that. That would be the ultimate dream. So. Okay. Amazing. And so like, and how do you, like, when you're thinking of like this Lauren, who has that type of like financial abundance that you described, um, a fulfilling career and, and in a healthy relationship, like, how do you want, and as well as, you know, writing and making a living off of that, how do you want to feel? And, and also how do you, what, what would that, um, like, what version of you would you need to like step up and, and align with that? So how would you need to show up? Sure. So to answer the first question, I would feel very satisfied and proud of myself. Uh, I'd feel 
accomplished and achieved, I don't know if that's really a word, um, I'd feel very empowered and embodied. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, I think I would need to trust in myself, have more love for myself, uh, be my authentic self, which means advocating and asserting, saying no, honestly. Um, and I'd have to believe I am worthy and deserving of it. Mm-hmm. And that I'm capable of it. Yeah. Um, and like, what about like, um, what about around like how, like where, what, I guess we can add to this actually. Okay. So from there, um, explain to me like what's happening right now. And since you're calling in career and love and like love and money are very connected as you know, what's let's start with, with work right now and like what's happening. Yeah. Cause that's really where I'm stuck right now. So I, the last year or so I was unemployed mm. by choice, which there's a lot of shame and regret around that decision. Um, I was working with a manifestation coach, like traditional LOA coach. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you should, if you're not happy with your job, just quit your job and then something better will come to you. And then 10 months later, without any unemployment, my complete savings and checkings was so drained because nothing was coming in and it was just really hard. Um, yeah. So in July, I got a job offer that I felt like I didn't really love the job, but I had no other choice. I really couldn't afford to pay my bills. So I took the job and I've been working there since July. Um, the one thing I love about this job is that it's remote. Um, mm-hmm. That's a huge factor for me. It's remote and the pay is like the minimum that I would settle for. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my master's degree in June and I felt like with a master's degree, it would open up all these opportunities for me. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it wasn't really the case. So I've been working there since July and I've been applying to other jobs the last month or so because I would really love to, right now I'm making 50000 I would love to make at least 60000 mm-hmm. more, which is amazing, but I'm just trying to set a number mm-hmm. that's feasible, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went on some interviews and nothing really felt so aligned, but I was offered a job for 58000 Of course, it's below, um, but... I I accepted the job like a couple days ago, Sawa, and I'm regretting it immediately because it, it doesn't feel like a hell yes. I don't even know if it's the right decision to take that job because am I settling if I take it? Am I proving that I'm getting to where I want to be? Like, I'm really struggling with this decision right now. Okay. So, but, and you made the choice. It's not that, I mean, you can change your mind. Right. I know I have a lot of uh, shadow when it comes to being able to change my mind. (laughs) So, so why did, okay. So what's the, what's like the trigger for you? First of all, why did you say yes? I said yes, because it was more money. That's the only reason why I said yes, but it's really not that much more. It would also be in person and a lot more work. Um, I'd be on call 24 seven. So it has the pro of being more money, but the rest of them are really cons for me personally. So basically you, the job is out of alignment, but it was 8k more than what you're making now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and how long have you been doing it? 
Um, I haven't started the new job yet. I haven't even given my current job the notice. So. Oh, so you, you, you like did a verbal yes to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So they haven't, you haven't signed off anything like, okay, cool. Okay. Well, that's good. So, um, okay. And then what is this about changing your mind? I feel bad. Like I am a people pleaser. I struggle with not wanting to disappoint people. So I feel bad going back on my word and I don't want the hiring managers to, I guess, think poorly of me or it's all kind of worried about what they're going to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so kind of walk me through, let's go backwards. Like you've done in your child recently, like what is the, um, what's your relationship with being a people pleaser and being disliked or, you know, other people's viewpoints that you found so far in the workshops um, and like your relationship to that growing up as a kid? Yeah, well, I have a very extensive history of abuse and trauma, uh, Mm -hmm. interpersonal. And when I was growing up my whole life, I was invalidated uh, by my parents. Um, Even if I said, I'm cold, my mom would be like, you're not cold. Like even little (laughs) micro things like that, I've been told my whole life. So I would say, I am extremely disconnected from my intuition. Um, yeah. I don't, anytime I get a gut ping or something like that, I have so much doubt and confusion around it. I am very detached from trusting myself, which I think plays a huge factor because even part of the reason why I, I like made this call with you, I've been wanting to work uh, a coach for a while is that like, I don't trust my judgment. So I was like, maybe she could tell me the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so when you're thinking about like constantly being invalidated growing up, um, what else comes up in terms of like, um, like shadow around not pleasing someone? Like when you're thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to say, change my mind at this job. And the hiring managers are going to think that I'm like, what? reliable, trustworthy, um, that I have no integrity, dignity. Um, that's kind of how I feel. And Mm -hmm. I'm also very Mm non-confrontational. So even if I send them an email saying, I'm sorry, I have to pass on the job offer. I know if they were to call me, I would just like be so conflict avoidant and not want to answer my phone out Mm -hmm. of embarrassment. So, Mm -hmm. Um, okay. And then like the, so, you know, you've done in their child. And so when you're thinking about like the constant invalidation growing up, um, and can you go into it a little bit more? Like, was it like you felt like in terms of your inner child, like what have you discovered that she did not get? The support and validation that I needed. My parents were not available physically. or Yeah. Uh, my dad had uh, a chronic illness his whole life. He was terminally ill. Mm. So they were always in and out of the hospital or mm. at the doctors. And I never really had anyone there for me uh, emotionally or physically, as well as uh, I started suffering from mental health symptoms when I was in middle school, pretty mm. bad social anxiety. And anytime I would get a panic attack, my parents would punish me and yell at me. And I just felt a lot of shame around who I was and feeling different from everyone else. Yeah, totally. 
And so like when you're thinking about this boss or, you know, which can be when we like are in that power dynamic of someone needing more or someone having like the keys to your security or letting them down, like, do you, do you like, whose voice do you hear when you're just like, oh my God, I have to say no. And I'm scared. It's a really good question. I think that my parents' voice is in my head a lot Mm -hmm. um, because one distinct memory I have is I quit softball. My dad was my softball coach my entire life. And I was actually really good. Um, I got a scholarship for it and everything, um, but I didn't want to do it anymore. So I remember telling my mom, like, no, I'm not competitive. I don't really want to do softball anymore. And she begged me because it would make my dad happy. And she even offered to pay me money to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made me feel like even if I say no, my voice doesn't matter. I don't really have a choice. And did you end up doing it? I did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so like when you're thinking about like, um, or like when was the last time you trusted something, like trusted your feeling about something or, you know, how often are you kind of hearing something and either shutting it down or needing for someone to validate what you're, what you're feeling? Well, most recently in my relationship currently, and prior to that, something that really made me not trust myself was when the coach I was working with told me to quit my job. Mm -hmm. I thought that if I did that, then something better would come. And I feel like I am so regretful of trusting myself in that instance, because that was a huge mistake that I made last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, what did you learn from it too? Right. Cause like, obviously now you're doing this work, you weren't expanded enough. Like all there's other things at play that you weren't ready to, to like jump yet. Um, but like what, but there's also like, you learned, it's not like you now the lesson is like, okay, I need to trust someone better. <laughs> right. It's like, what did you learn for you from that experience? I learned that I definitely could have been taking bridge jobs. I didn't know what that was back then. So I just thought if I was settling for something, then it would block me and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be expansive enough. So I definitely think bridge jobs are real. And I mm-hmm. also not quit a job without something else lined up potentially that'd probably be. Yeah, of course, depending on like your trust muscle, like so many different things. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's all like you needed that lesson and that that's totally fine. And now, you know, moving forward. And I feel like back to this career thing, it sounds like, you know, that you need to change your mind. Can we agree on that? I think so. Mm -hmm. What's the doubt. If there was, if I were to say the hiring manager would be like, cool, no problem. They wouldn't call you. Nothing would happen. It would be totally smooth. And your next job would come two days later. What would be the hesitation of you changing your mind? So it's or like, what, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm confused about the energetic because I feel like by accepting this job that's closer to 60,000 and I getting to where I want to be, is it like a bridge job? I don't really understand how it's going to serve me or not. Yeah, it can be like your next best step, but it doesn't really sound like you want, like, it's not like, oh, it's remote. It's flexible. Like I'm learning all these things. Like there's a bonus structure. Like there's not, it's kind of just like you're making 8K more, which is your goal, but you're also not like 
I'm assuming your position right now is like, you're in this other job. You do want to make more money, but it's not like a dire situation. No, it's not dire. It's so it's like, you have something here. And so you have some leeway of like, this is really close. It's getting me almost to 60, but also I could get 2k from someone else, you know? Um, and also like, you don't want it to be in person and it sounds really demanding and all these things. So it's like, that to me are all like, no, like there's, it's pretty much all no's except for one thing. So that to me, isn't like a bridge job is good. And I see bridge jobs as our next best step, but it's also not like a reason to settle. So if you're just like, I'm settling and I'm only taking this for 8k more, but is that 8k worth the stress you're going to feel the environment you don't want to work in and staying there for like a year or two? You're sorry. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you feel like that's a, that's a good, fair exchange? Not really. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so you kind of, t- and like, you took it because of the money, which is, yeah. But like, when you're thinking about all the other things, I think that's, what's important for you to be like, how does this align with my authentic code? How does this align with like the life and the work environment that I want to live? And and how do I want it? Like you said, you want to show up trusting, self-love, authentic, healthy boundaries, saying no, right? So think of that on its own. Some You want to show up as someone who says no, has healthy boundaries, is authentic. So to me, that means you're being honest. You're showing up as yourself and you're trusting yourself. So if you think about those things that you listed in relationship to this job environment and how you need to respond, how then are you showing up now? Is it in alignment with like everything you just told me? I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) What are you feeling? It's not like um, it's a position where I want to work in the future. Um, Like I've Mm -hmm. had job interviews for positions that maybe weren't as much money, but it was like a hell yes. Like I would love to do that job. Um, But this Mm -hmm. position isn't really like that it's just kind of like eh, it's fine for now but it's not something I want to do in the long run Mm -hmm. is it actually fine for now I guess it has to be I mean you haven't done it but like in terms of all of the no's of this job minus the money like it sounds like it's it sounds like you're taking it because it's 8k more which is fine um But, you know, I think you have to ask yourself if that's like, if you're already think about this, you're already going in being like, okay, I have to do it. I can't change my mind. I can't say no. I'm worried about what they're going to think. That's like how you're stepping into this role. Mm, That's yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like you're already showing up inauthentically because you actually don't want to work there. Yeah. Like, you're already not setting boundaries. You're already not saying no. And you're already not trusting that like, I, this isn't what I want to do. I'm just kind of like now stuck. And I feel like I should just keep going. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So it's like, is that really, that's not an expansive place. That's like limiting belief. It's low self-worth. It's fear. So like, regardless of whether it's like what the bridge job is, it's like, how are you coming into it? Right? Like a bridge job, you could take a bridge job. That's like only 2000 more. And, but you're like, man, this feels good. Like I'm going here, this, I'm going to show up. Like it's all how you relate to it. But right now you're kind of, you're going out of like your conditioning and low self-worth versus like, yes, I'm going to do it. 
this is where, this is how I'm going to, I'm saying I'm, my yes is real and it's honest. You know, I'm like in an environment that I want to, and I'm showing up authentically, but it's like, you're already kind of, um, doing all the other things before the job has even started. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so that's kind of, um, of course you don't have to, you can choose to show up differently, but I think it's also kind of like, okay, I don't need this job right now. Like I have this other one and I would rather maybe stay, keep this as a bridge job and really call in. If I'm going to leave, it's going to be for something that feels good. And like, when I say yes to them, it's, it's going to be true and it's going to be honest and it's going to be from like a healthy, authentic place versus shame, guilt, and all the other stuff. Yeah, because I've been going back and forth with this for the entire week. And I feel like I'm so indecisive about it that it's causing me so much stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that that's like in the frequency that I want to be in when I start a new job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you choose anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that's, that's the test. And I think obviously like do what you need to do. Like we all need to learn certain things. So if you're like, okay, I need to, you know, like, do you feel like you really need to learn this lesson with this job? Not really. I do have a lot of lack scarcity programming. So I think part of my reasoning is I should take this because nothing better is going to come. So I kind of feel like the test and the lack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But how is anything better going to come if you're always saying, if you're going to keep saying yes to the things that aren't aligned? Right. It's, it's like saying, like saying yes to all these things, but then like, well, of course, nothing better is going to come because you're not letting it come. Mm, interesting. Right. Like you kind of have to also be ready to receive the better thing, which is when you say, when you say no, and you're like, this isn't a yes. I'm really close. Obviously you're really close, but there's something out there that like, you're going to feel genuinely good about and honest. Like when you say yes to them, as opposed to already kind of going in people pleasing. Mm, yeah. You know, that's so interesting. Yeah. I mm. see that as a pattern that keeps popping up throughout my life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like you're like, okay, I have to do this. And then you're going to, and then if it's coming from that place and it's like, how confident are you going to feel to like stay only six months or a year? Then it's like, okay, now I'm here for three, you know, like all these other things. And so I think, um, I think that especially because you're not in a situation where you're like, oh my God, I need to have this 8K more, especially because I don't think it's worth how it's really making you feel and how you're showing up. Um, You know, then I think it's like, hey, you know, this isn't, I thought about it and this isn't actually going to be a good fit for me. Um, You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That gives a lot of clarity. Yeah. And I feel like you already know, you already knew that. It's just like scary, you know? (laughs) It's so scary. (laughs) Yeah, it's scary, but you like totally know it. It's just like, it's hard to, you know, um, that's why you're doing this work. Cause it's like your conditioning and all those patternings are strong and your subconscious is like, okay, let's just do this. This is safe. It's easy, but you're battling it because you know, you're like, oh, I want something more. This is, you know, and that's what it's coming from. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause I tend to choose safety over the what could be challenging, but ultimately brings me to where I want to be. Yeah. And also like, um, let's walk through a couple scenarios. Like if they were to, 
come back and be like, oh, well, what do you need for you to stay? We really like you. Can we make this work? Um, I would, I've asked them for more money, mm-hmm. but they said that's not up for negotiation. So oh, they never negotiated anything. No, they said, this is the rate. And I said, um, I'm really looking to make something closer to 60,000, especially for the travel that I'm going to be doing and being on call. And they said that this, their salary was recently increased and they can't do any more. Mm, got it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think, and then, okay, so let's talk through like, cause you said I have to email them and they might call me or something. So let's talk through like what your definition of confrontation is. Uh, my definition of confrontation, I think anything that yeah. need to speak up, I see as confrontation. Um, I'm very conflict avoidant. So it's like anything that might put me in state of uncomfortability where I have to assert myself, I see that as confrontation or anytime I have to uh, be honest and say something that people don't want to hear. That's really Mm -hmm. scary for me. Mm -hmm. So possibly like being disliked, um, you know, anything that isn't like neutral, like kind of like in a safe, safe place. Yeah. Um, Okay. And so like, the, another reason why, like, if you do decide to change your mind and do what's best for you or like what you feel is best for you, um, this will be a good way to integrate that conflict, right? Because how are you ever going to be okay with being uncomfortable if you never allow yourself to be put in that situation? Conflict will always be that. It will always be hard. You'll, you know, and like you said, you want to show up saying no and like authentic and authentic means speaking your truth, not like, not the, um, well, people accept my truth, but it's like, I'm, I'm being honest. And I'm also here to like learn from other people. And I give other people permission to do the same. So I think it's like the conflict could also be like, could we maybe try and like redefine what it could be? Yeah. Or like a time in your life where you had to speak up and you know, it was beneficial. Sure. Yeah. I think that's a good idea to expose myself to it rather than constantly avoiding it. But I also have a lot of, um, like trauma where I have said no, and it was completely surpassed. So it's, it's like, I have this limiting belief that my voice doesn't matter. So like, why even bother if that makes sense? Um, but I have had situations where I've, I guess, broken up with people and, then I feel freer ultimately in the end. So Mm. I don't know if that's a good example. No, that's great. Yeah, that's a good example. Um, And I totally understand if like, because of things that have happened to you, like it's really scary as well. But I think like, you don't necessarily have to think of the really big things and also reminding yourself like, okay, what is the worst thing that could happen if you change your mind to this job? Like, what is it actually? I mean, there's not much they can do since I haven't even started working there yet. I guess just um, feel like berated or them guilt me. Mm-hmm. So. so you'll feel um, like you'll feel some guilt mm-hmm. and that someone will be not pleased. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if that's kind of like the worst thing that could happen, it's kind of like, okay, like that's something that you could move through. Right. And I'm not saying like, like, oh my God, that's nothing. It's not hard. Um, but I think it's like looking at it that way and being like, okay, well, I can move through that guilt. It's going to be hard, but I have the tools to do it and I can have the space to do it. And like, this could be my first step of like finding a way to navigate what this guilt is and how I look at it and how I feel, how I feel through it. Um, and that's like a step forward. Completely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And kind of looking at it as like, okay, that's the worst case scenario. Like, okay, they'll make me feel guilt, but will you choose to feel guilty? Right. Like they can't make, like they can't, they can try and make you feel guilty, but ultimately it's kind of like, but I'm showing up authentically. And also like hiring is hard. Like people like imagine, and it's a relationship, right? Like imagine being like, okay, I'm going to get in a relationship with this person that I don't want to be with. Would you imagine, like, could you imagine knowing that like you like, or if you were a writer or like you're publishing, right. And they were just like, man, we don't want to work with Lauren, but we already said yes. So we got how to like publish her book, I guess. Like, do you know what I mean? You wouldn't like, you would want to be with someone who's just as excited to, to be with you and like bringing something together. So I think like, even though it's a temporary, like, oh, bummer, like, you know, she said yes, but it's also like ultimately great. Someone else who actually wants that position and is like super pumped about it can show up for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like, can we maybe switch over to love since it's kind of, it's very connected and you can walk me through and like, see how your similar beliefs are showing up. Yeah. So yeah. Walk me through that. What's happening. It's so intriguing because I'm actually in a very similar position right now in my relationship where I don't want to be in a relationship anymore, but I keep pushing it off and staying. So it kind of overlaps completely. And why are you saying? Um, because I feel like my reasons for wanting to leave are invalid or not real, mm-hmm. or I'm just mm-hmm. making it up. What are your reasons? Can um, you share so them? By the way, any reason is fine, but like, I, I just, I'm curious, yeah, what they are. No, I actually made a pro and con list before our session. So some <laughs> of the cons that I'll read were um, my relationship, I feel invalidated, unwanted, unimportant, disregarded, I'm bad, um, I'm broken, I feel like a burden, I'm too much, I'm not enough, I feel rejected, not chosen, lonely, and bad about myself. Mm, okay. That was just some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, okay, I think I, I'd love to do it this way, which is like, whatever you choose, like, obviously there's stuff in here. That's also part of your like shadows and limiting beliefs and things. That doesn't mean that you should stay, but I think also seeing like, what is no matter what you choose, like, what is your energetic responsibility to like work through, like even being single, you know, um, or work through if you choose to stay with this person. So it's like kind of knowing like what is also mine and what this person is mirroring to me. And also like, this is bullshit and I don't want to do this anymore, like that type of stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying because a lot of my um, 
rationale is like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to work on this. Uh, it's just the universe like sending me things that I have to like my own shadow. So I don't know what's mine and what's not mine. And I've been trying for this for so long to work on this relationship. And the longer it goes on, the more I feel doubt and insecure. So I don't know if that's my own doing or if that's just because the relationship really isn't serving me anymore. Um, okay. So I want you to answer this question for yourself because I don't believe that you don't know. I think that like, I, 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 I not trying to, like, I actually think that, you know, so like, what do you actually feel is like, do you want to be in this relationship? I do, but not the way that it's going. Mm -hmm. And is this person like, are, is it like a conversation around, you know, both of you are willing to work on it? Is it mutual? Is it, you know, what is. Yeah, we've been in couples therapy for at least six months and Mm -hmm. he is willing to do any of the work. He says it's all, it's all on my end. And I asked him to go to therapy he went for like a month and stopped going and he's convinced that it's all on my end, which kind of makes me feel even more shame, like something I'm damaged. So I would love to be in the relationship. I love him so much, but it just keeps hurting me the longer I stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like, just to affirm to you, like it's a relationship. There's two people. There's no way that it's only just one person. And if they, and how would they know if it's all you when they're not even trying to see like what's going on? And if you're still feeling like I feel all of these things and they're kind of just like, well, figure it out, you know, is that the type of relationship that you want to be in? No. Yeah. What is the type of relationship? How do you want to feel in your neck in a relationship? Mm -hmm. It's funny because when you say that, I think of how I don't want to feel. That's funny. I mean, I don't want to feel controlled and like someone's property. I don't want to feel um, small. Mm-hmm. I want to feel seen. I want to feel heard. And I want there to be uh, freedom on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you, so maybe you want to like, so you want to feel um, free. Mm -hmm. um I'm assuming like at peace um you want to feel um like I don't know inspired Mm -hmm. yeah um and like that you're that there's like some interdependence and like you guys are both growing together as opposed to you like obviously kind of being the people pleaser and needing to like do everything or like manage their stuff yeah, I want to feel like I can show up as myself and be loved. I don't want there to be conditional love in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I want it to be unconditional. Yeah, so you want to show up authentic. And it sounds like you probably want to show up in a similar way with the other things, right? With like trusting yourself, healthy boundaries, and like saying no as well in terms of showing up. Yeah, so if you were to look at the type of relationship that you're wanting and how you want to feel and how you want to like, show up to that thing rather than kind of doing rather than saying 
or making your vision fit into like the relationship you're in. I think it's also like, does this relationship fit into the vision that I have for my life? Similar to the job, right? Like, am I trying to fit my vision into this job or am I like, okay, this is my vision. Oh, it's really close, but like, it doesn't work. Yeah. I feel like I keep trying to make it work, but the way that it is now, um, it doesn't fit into my vision though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like it's like, you've obviously tried and you also, um, I think to your question around like, oh, what's my stuff. And I think you've kind of, we were getting into like, what's your stuff, right? Your shadows and how you're like, you don't think your voice is valued, um, feeling like a burden and, and, and not being able to like speak your truth. And you don't need to be in that relationship to work through that, right? Like you've already been shown that. So I think that that's not something you have to be like, obviously this has been an opportunity, um, but a relationship is just that. And like, you can't just do the opportunity. Like, it's not just on you. And I'm assuming the next relationship that you have is there, there's an issue. You'd want that person to be like, wow. Yeah. Like you feel that way. I'm really sorry. Like, let's work through that. Or like, there's, um, like true partnership as opposed to, um, like isolating and just kind of like putting the blame on you, which is sounds like you're pretty used to from your upbringing right? And so how does this relationship, does he remind you of any, like a caregiver or anyone, like any of your parents at all in terms of either how they show up or how you show up or both? Yeah. Cause like you said, it's a lot of pressure um, mm. put on me, but that's also a good question. I've never thought of that before. I would say aspects of him remind me of previous boyfriends mm-hmm. um, but you know my dad died when I was young so I don't really remember him. um he kind of makes me feel abandoned though like I was adopted as a newborn so mm-hmm. my first feeling I could ever remember feeling in my entire life is unwanted mm-hmm. and that's triggering this so I can't say he reminds me of my parents that raised me but it is reminding me of a feeling I felt when I was pretty young yeah yeah of being unwanted well did they make you because they made you feel that way though right I mean when I was a kid and I found out I was adopted I felt like something was wrong with me and I felt not good enough of course I didn't understand the complexities of an 18 year old getting pregnant and how selfless it is to yeah get for adoption so when I was young I automatically assumed it was on me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like, you're the burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lauren, it sounds like, you know, you have very similar tests and triggers that lead back to, you know, security, um, safety, and all of those things that are really presenting very similar, um, like triggers and wounds, and also kind of requiring very similar action steps. Hmm. yeah that's that's right the dynamics are definitely very similar (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like you're like okay let me make this work I'm trying but maybe it's on me I don't really know even though I think you you do know I think it's more of just like um look like if you're looking at things through the lens of like well I don't know and I don't my voice isn't valuable then like your the vision is kind of blurred. But if you were to look at this from high self-worth, like if you were to ask your higher self who is like speaking her truth, showing up authentically, 
and like is going after what she wants, like how would she handle these situations? I would think uh, in terms of my relationship, I would leave sooner than later um, because he is my best friend, but I think we're better off as friends, honestly, Mm -hmm. we're not compatible romantically. So I would get out of the relationship without putting it off. um, And I would probably turn down the job and maybe ask my current job for a raise. I don't know, but that's probably what I would do. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a really good plan. Yeah. If I was feeling, (laughs) if I was feeling like badass and knew my worth, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I also want you to know, like, and I, you know, it's not pressure to like do those big, cause those obviously sound really big, but, um, feeling those things and feeling powerful and trusting yourself also when it comes down to it, like as you're unblocking, we also have to do those things. Otherwise you're never going to be able to trust yourself to know that you can make that choice and something else will come in. You know what I mean? Like we need those moments to be like, okay, that was really hard. And yeah, I have a lot of low self-worth in certain areas, but what builds the worth is like, not just the unblocking, but actually moving through it. Right. That's what builds the worth. Cause even when we're on blocking and doing all these workshops, like at the end of the day, we still have to be the ones to like make the choice, you know, like, unfortunately we can't do it in a DI. That would be so great, but, but that's just to prepare us. Right. That's the, that's what we're doing in our subconscious so that it is on board with what actions we're taking. And so as you're unblocking, it's kind of like, okay, now you also have to be like, if I were to reinforce that my voice is valuable, what would I do? you know, what are the things that I would say and how would I show up for myself so that I'm in alignment with, um, and you're doing the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, you're in alignment with how you want to show up for yourself, which is trusting self-love, you know, and like building these little trust muscles is like taking these action steps, big and small to, to build that trust. Cause then eventually if it ever happens, you're going to be like, Oh no, I know how to do that. Like, that's a no, I'm not even going to flirt with that idea. Yeah, because that's part of uh, where I get stuck is that I am good at the insight and knowing and unblocking. But for me, it's a lot harder to build the trust muscle and take the action steps that are required because I have this um, idea that like I nothing better is out there for me. So I might as well just settle because this is the best I can do. And my dreams don't feel possible. So I mm-hmm. think that's so lowering my self-worth that my goals don't feel tangible. So, right. Yeah. And like, you're doing the work. So, and it's okay that you feel that way. Um, but also you can't necessarily just wait for feeling fully, fully ready and everything and then take it right. Like, I think there's that moment where you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. I'm going to tell them no. And like moving through that wave of like pain, like I've been doing this work forever. And like, I like, it still happens. Like you evolve, you up level. And then like the thing that I did, like maybe two years ago, I'm like, oh, that's nothing. But now this one is like, I'm like, oh, shoot. you know, it like, it just keeps going. And so I think, um, but you know, it's, I can look back and be like, I know I can do this because like I have been showing up. So I think it's also remembering that um, as you're doing the subconscious work and everything, those steps are really hard, but like, they're not always going to be this hard, hmm. It'll you know, easier, hopefully. Yeah. It'll get easier, but it will never change if you're going to 
do the same things that are going to keep you in the same place. Right. Right. Like um, if you're wanting the, the relationship that you're loving, like that you explained to me, but you are like, well, but I'll just stay in this one. Like, how will you, how will you, how do you actually know that that relationship isn't out there for you? Because you're basically saying that I'm not even open to receiving it. Yeah. By staying in the current one. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna... Yeah. And also like, what about the relationship with yourself? Like, it's not just about the next relationship. It's like, what is the relationship with you that you have in the current relationship that you're in? And like, that's the one that you need to work on and look at. And so when you're making that choice to like break up or say no to that job, it's like, I'm strengthening the relationship I have with myself, which is like being true to me, knowing that like, I don't need someone to believe what I'm saying. I don't need that job to understand why I'm quitting. I understand why I'm saying no, I trust my no, and I'm, I'm ready. And I will be here for like the next step that's going to come. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's like the relationship with you. And so it's like, whether you're single or in a relationship, it's still the relationship with you, which is the most important. So you're not losing. If you are saying yet, like you breaking up with someone or you saying no to that job is a yes to you. Yeah, I guess I have to look at why I feel like I'm losing something if I say Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. What do you think you'll be losing if you break, if you break up with your partner? Love. Mm -hmm. Um, Connection, I guess. That's really it. Like a companion. Yeah. But do you feel love and connection right now? Not at all. I feel so alone. Mm -hmm. I feel it's one-sided, you know? Yeah. So you're actually probably gaining love and connection because then you get to put all that energy towards yourself. Yeah, that's a really good, I'm going to actually journal on that. Like, what is my relationship to myself within this relationship? Because I've never even thought of that question before. Yeah. Because it should be like expansive and growing and like, intimate and, and, um, not like neglected, like you're saying, like you feel rejected, you feel too much, you feel not chosen, but it's like, are you, what parts of you are rejecting? Like what parts of you are you neglecting? What parts of you are you, of you, are you not choosing? Right. Um, and like being lonely inside of a relationship, I think is so much harder than I'm single and I'm alone, but I'm not like lonely because I want I like to be with myself. Yeah. 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 I I guess I have a hard time distinguishing, you know, when Lacey says to run into the fire, like I have a hard time distinguishing what is testing me as well as what is asking me to show up and work on it so that I improve myself. Like, it's very hard for me to know the difference between the no and the yes. Um, I think it can be both. Like, I think it's nuanced, like, like for this example, like this relationship, I think you've clearly identified what you need to work on in all of your shadows and limiting beliefs around like seeing too small, people pleasing, not speaking your truth, feeling like you are a burden, feeling like you have to, like it's your problem and that you can't trust yourself. Those are all things that like this relationship has shown you and you being like, okay, in this relationship, I don't speak my truth. I stay small. I'm not being honest and I'm not being authentic. So that's like, that's the stuff that you need to work on. However, you don't need to work on that with someone who doesn't want to work on that with you. Mm -hmm. 
right? Like that's very different than like, if everything was great and you're just like, oh, this person is like, you know, needing me to be more intimate. I'm going to break up with them, which is kind of like different between like, oh man, like I'm really scared to be open with someone. This is really my opportunity to like work through that with someone who cares about me. That's very different. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Cause one of them sounds like giving up when things get hard and the other one sounds like exactly, settling. exactly. And like settling, which is not the same thing. Mm. Right. So like, you don't need this person to help you like work through those things because even at the end of the day, say you like, because even at the end of the day, if you were like, all of my blocks are gone, I'm like feeling all these things. It's not like you'd be like, and I want to stay with you. You'd be like, bye. I don't want to be with you. (laughs) Right. It's not like, it's not like at the end of either of those, you want to be with the person. So it's kind of like, even if you were to work through all of those blocks, it's not a yes to him. It's just more of a yes to you. Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel like it's a yes to him in an ideal world where he's different, which isn't, it's not really. Like right. To be with someone that is not possessive, is not jealous. Like that's not him at this moment. Right, exactly. So it's like that person who you're like, oh, I want to, this is how I feel. I believe in myself. I have a voice. It matters. And you are doing the internal work because you also want to be with someone who wants to do the work. Like think about the growth of your relationship. If you're doing all these things to improve and this person is just like, I don't need to do anything. That's not what you're wanting, right? So it's like, it's not like you are like, I want to work through this. I'm like, me too. Like, let's do this together. You're, you're, you're basically in a relationship with yourself, with this person, but it's, way it sounds way more tense and harder because it's like in an energy in an environment that's not expansive it's kind of like okay I need to fix myself to be to fix this relationship versus I want to work on myself because I want to show up as authentically as possible yeah it feels like I have to change myself in order for him to love me yeah exactly and that's not that's not the same as yeah and that's like, if that's the motivation, you know, like thinking about what's motivating you for that. And then also what's motivating you for the job, which is kind of like fear. I need to change. I need to please. You know what I mean? It's not like a, your actions are coming from the motivation of like serving other people. I see. Yeah. I never understood like why they say love and money is so connected, but yeah. the parallel is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're showing up similar in both, like you're showing up very similarly in both, in both areas. Huh. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you're thinking about like, well, I do want more money and I do want, like, I want to feel lit up and I want to like, I got a master's and I want to utilize all those things. It's kind of like, okay, so you're wanting more, but like, where's all of that more going to come like fit in when you're just like. I want to, but I'm playing small here and I'm playing small here. There's like, you're like asking for this, but like you have this much space to like, let it in. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but it's, um, I think challenging because this is the best offer I've gotten. So it feels like, oh, like kind of, I don't know, like this is the best. I can't do any better. I guess that's showing up again, but it it feels like you said, 
if people were offering me jobs for like 70, 80, 90, you know, I would be like, oh, that's possible, I guess. But since I haven't seen it, I guess that's why it just doesn't feel like it's doable. Yeah, no. And I totally understand that. But you also know that they exist. And so I know it hasn't happened for you yet, but I think that like, that's where the test comes in, right? Like, are you, are you going to choose that? Okay. This is the best I can ever get. Or you know what? I have this job. It's fine. I'm going to see what I can work on and that I'm going to wait and see like what else is out there. That's like what makes tests so hard. Cause it's like, it's shiny and you're like, okay, fine. I'll just settle. But that's when we have to be like, no, I don't, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not going to people, please. I'm not going to like that, that these opportunities and tests are when you get to decide, are you going to change your pattern or are you going to show up the same way? Hmm. Yeah. As well as in my relationship, because this is the healthiest relationship I've ever had, which I think says a lot, but like he's, you know, the healthiest person I've ever been with. So again, it's like scary because I'm like, is this the best I could do? It it goes right back to what we were just talking about. Yeah. And I know right now it doesn't feel that way, but you're doing the work and you'll get, you know, it's going to keep going and growing. And also we're going to have to show up. Like if you're thinking about inner child work, you've done it, you know, reinforcing healthy environment for them. It's like, okay, that's the whole point of reparenting, right? It's not you telling young Lauren again, you can't, you can't say no, you have to people, please. It's you holding her hand and being like, Hey, I know that you learned that your voice didn't matter, but I know that your voice matters. And because of that, I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to, we're going to speak up. Mm. And that's like the reparenting, right? It's not you repeating to her, be quiet, do what they want to do. It's you now being like, no, I'm with you and like you get another option. And I know you didn't have that before, but like, we're going to do it differently now. Yeah. That feels so much different. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Wow. Yeah. And so that's like the reparenting and you showing up for her, like, and doing this work to be like, okay, if my inner child had an environment where she was like, just heard and seen and valued, you know, that's what we're doing in our subconscious, right? To reinforcing those neural pathways of high self-worth. So it's kind of like, okay, then how am I going to show up for that in real life, in real time? Completely. Cause I think yeah. with me, it's like, I have the awareness and like the introspection, but it's actually doing the next right thing. Mm, yeah. And also like the relationship thing when you're like, well, it's a relationship I've ever had, but it's also like the relationship with you. So you're not losing anything. It's like, you're growing the relationship with you and you're doing all of that work for you. And that you is going to meet the person who is aligned and is on the same path forward. And you don't have to necessarily see it right now. Like they, they're there, like there's so many people in this world, but what's most important is that you're like, but even if I'm single, I'm having healthy boundaries. I'm saying no, and I'm showing up authentically and I'm trusting that this is my choice. I'm glad you said that. Cause I haven't even thought about the relationship with myself. I've just been thinking about what he wants and what's best yeah. And like your job and all those things, but it sounds like you have very similar tests, opportunities and growth. Um, and like, before we wrap up, I think like 
some of the DIs. So I know you've done a few workshops, but I think like it's also really important to like stop and do a lot of reinforcement in between because it's like a lot of information. And so doing, I don't know how, how um, much longer do you have with money? I'm about 70% through. Okay. So like maybe after you're done or alongside money, I really want you to do some like, and I'm going to give you homework, but I'm going to like do some, a lot of reinforcement around like inner child shadow um, and like reinforcing high self-worth beliefs around like using your voice, being seen and like trusting yourself because like, and like the shadow reinforcing DI will be a really good one. It's in the daily practice and it's the one where you sit across from someone in a chair. Have you done that one? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, so using that with like your current partner, practicing being like, this isn't working for me and I'm sorry, but like, this is a no. And like, I need to, I need to like, I know what I need to work on, but also you have stuff and I'm not taking that with me. Mm. Right. Cause just like you have stuff he's projecting and he's doing, but he's just choosing not to look at it, you know? So I think it's also like you using that DI to like show your subconscious that this, this conversation is possible. It's safe. And how do you want to show up in it? And then also like maybe doing that with the, the person you interviewed for the job. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, like anyone that's present, that's triggering you in that way. I think like doing that over and over again, it doesn't mean like you're not going to feel fear, but like, I want your subconscious to support like you showing up for yourself. It's a really great idea. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and then like, I'll give some other um, ideas for DIs. Um, I think it's next week that we start to get into the daily practice and the challenge. So like, obviously you can like switch it up, but I do want you to start to do some good reinforcement. Um, if you can alongside money, like authentic self DI, you know, um, magnetic self DI, like things like that to really continue to strengthen your subconscious. Um, and then really like, you know, you know, the steps you need to take. So like whether you need to take smaller ones, um, but like ultimately kind of asking yourself, like, I don't think you're, I think you've already run into the fire with the relationship for a while. (laughs) So I don't think like, it's about like, do I need to run further? It's kind of like the jumping off a cliff for you in the relationship is really like, I'm choosing myself now. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's like the, the jump and love and money are really connected. And I think it's like you taking any opportunity to really show up for like what you want. Wow. Yeah, this has been so helpful. Oh, yay. I know we covered a lot of stuff. (laughs) This is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, I think that like you have, do you have any uh, questions before we wrap up? No, I just think everything looks a lot clearer now. It's really interesting because in the pathway, I was, a lot of the people like knew my journey and I was like, nothing is coming to fruition with manifesting. And a lot of people were like, you're in a relationship that's really lowering your self-worth. And when we broke up over the summer for even like two weeks, so many manifestations came. Oh, this with this person? With this person. Yeah. We broke up for like a week or two over the summer. And the next day I got like, I got a job offer and like all these things, a book literary agent wanted to work with me. So it was just so interesting how all those things came through in such a small amount of time. And then you got back together because I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, asking yourself, like what, why, why is being with me alone, lonely? Yeah. 
Like, why is it safer to be lonely with someone than like all alone with myself and getting to know myself? Mm, I see. You know? Good question to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will send you this. I'd love for you to re-listen to it when you have time. Yeah. Um, just to like get more insight and like really be with yourself, like through our session. And then um, I'll send you some homework within like the next 48 hours. Um, and we just met. So like, it could be like a little long, the homework. Is that something that oh, is okay. I love homework like this? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and so like, do what you want. Don't do what you don't want. Um, but I think that you have a clear path forward and I would really love for you to reinforce, like not continuing to reinforce, like, I don't know, I don't know, but like really kind of like um, one of my expanders, she would always say like, I'm open to knowing. So maybe not instead of just saying like, I, I don't know, just be like something inside of me knows. And I'm open to like, to like believing it, like, just like start to change how you relate to yourself. Cause like, I feel like you totally knew all of these things. Like, of course we talked it through and like connected the pieces, but like, ultimately, you know, like what you're wanting and like, what is correct for you, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but okay. So it was so good to meet you. Thanks again for your time and, um, just look out for the stuff. If you have questions about the homework, feel free to email me back. Um, and yeah, best of luck with the challenge. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You're oh, welcome. Amazing. I hope you have a good rest of your week. You too. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. You all know that I love everything natural and holistic. That's why I was so excited to partner with Avi Supplements. I've been using Avi Supplements to keep me healthy and strong because a healthy body leads to a healthy mind, resulting in a healthier sex life. Sexual health, mental health, and physical health are all intertwined. They're so important. So using Avi Detox reduces my bloat, leaving me feeling more confident and prepared for sexy time. Avi apple cider vinegar gummies taste delicious and are fun to take every single day. I look forward to taking these. Lastly, Avi Mermaid Multi provides the daily essential nutrients I need every day as a woman. So make the obvious choice today and use discount code Lauren Coletti to get 15% off. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to get 15% off your purchase at myavi.com.